Alrighty, this is that loopy chick. I am back with another episode of Wake Up Loopy on Loopy Land Talk Radio. And today it is uh, the review for Mortal Kombat 2020 edition, the start to a new or a reboot to the franchise, I believe. Alrighty, and today I have Adair joining me. What's happening, everybody? I have Matt joining me. Yo. Okay. And eventually between uh, the next 30 minutes or so, 30 minutes to an hour, we will have Mama Tay pop in with us. All right. <clears throat> so let's just go ahead and hop into this and get started. I like to get the, the big opinions out of the way. Um, so we're going to start with um, everyone on a scale from one to 10 or... Yeah, let's go with a let's go with a one to ten scale. Let's mm-hmm. see where you guys put the movie on, and what your expectations were. Mm-hmm. Anybody can go first. Go ahead, Matt. I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> All right. So my, me coming into this movie, I was kind of like, "All right." So this is obviously, you know, my my thoughts initially going into this movie was like. Okay, so it's gonna be Mortal Kombat one all over again, and then it's like as the movie went on, I was like, "Wait, so this isn't Mortal Kombat. This is Road to Mortal Kombat." Okay, a little different. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a shot. Uh, but I was just hoping that because from seeing all of the commercials for this movie, I was like, "Dang, man, they putting it out here that like it's gonna be." The Scorpion and Sub Zero movie, and then it wasn't. On a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna get this because I didn't watch it twice. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I might be a little harsher on it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a six. Just a hard mm. six. I just, I don't know. Like you said, from based off of the previews and everything, it was a it was a different expectation, uh, and so you know they they gave us what was it the first seven minutes. I, I, I saw that I was like, okay, okay, it's got the backstory, and then poof, you know, <laughs> it just yeah. starts off like I'm like wait a minute, what? So it, 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 you know, uh, so that 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 kind of threw me off and. I, I get the idea of it's a reboot and they uh, plan is to have multiple stories later, more stories down the road. I don't know if this was necessarily the best first showing. That don't get me wrong, there were scenes that were great. The first seven minutes, great. That was great. Yeah. That was great you know, uh, and then that final little battle was was pretty good. Uh, but it's it's that it's the middle. Yeah. The, yeah, the meat the meat is all. Yeah. yeah, like the 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 Cole Young character that was just kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I know how to feel about it until like I watched it the second time. I'm just kind of like, this first seven minutes is a high bar, and then it doesn't get this good again for a while. Yeah. I mean, I was even expecting more from Raiden. 
Raiden didn't do nothing in this movie. I'm like, wow. Like, y'all, y'all, he, he didn't do nothing for real in this movie. And it probably didn't help that, like, oh, I had spent the whole week looking at Mortal Kombat movies and TV shows and cartoons and stuff. And it's like, I hate to do it, but I'm, I'm a little disappointed because I'm comparing it to the 95 movie and, like, I mean, yeah, we got Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting and it's like I ordered a steak and potatoes and then I... Before you go with your steak and potatoes again, <laughs> what is what you and you making me hungry. Every time you come on here, you make me hungry. Well, I mean, it also didn't help that I had the Luther burger. I had some donuts and I had a burger while I was watching it. I had to tell my uh, little brother while I was watching it, if I die from eating this or I go into insulin shock or whatever, erase my browser history, then call mom and dad. I'm not talking to you right now. We're going to welcome Justin. <laughs> What's going on, Justin? How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so we are we I'm great. We talking about um I told everybody I wanted their rating of the movie, the overall the overall rating and the expectation you had. Um what's the rating? Rating like one out one to ten, five mm-hmm. out of five. Uh, one to ten, yeah. One to ten ah, six and a <laughs> half, seven. Six and a half, seven. Wait. He right in between me and Matt. Yep. What you what you give him? I gave it a six. A hard six. six. I oh, gave I, it a six. I gave it a seven point five, but it's seven point five. It... I get with seven point five. I get with seven It's not, it's it's not, it's not that good. Like it didn't help that again. I watched uh the first movie, Annihilation. Defenders of the Realm, Conquest, Legacy. This movie was just... It, it. All right, whatever. I gave it a, a 9.5. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's generous. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm a really big fan of Scorpion. Man. And so when he said, get over here, it has skyrocketed from wherever it was all the way to Yo, that intro music, the intro music for Scorpion, when they did that throwback intro mu- Mortal Kombat theme music, yeah. I went crazy. I did go crazy. I ain't gonna lie. That, that's, but that's why I give it a, that's, that's one of the reasons why I gave it a six and a half, seven. Cause you know, it was a couple of, it's some good stuff in there. It's like, I, I like, the, I mean, the, the, only, the one thing is that, that I like, I love the first fight between Bihan and Hanzo. That was great. I love the three-on-one versus the, the Zaterran. Kano kind of was stealing this whole damn movie. I like Kano. I mean, he I didn't feel like, I felt like like maybe he was a little funny at the beginning, but he kind of got a little irritating, so I couldn't say that. I mean, it's, it's, it's Kano. Kano going to do that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, oh, they killed him? Yes, great. Oh no, man! I and love then, Kano, man. And then, like when Kung Lao and Liu Kang showed up and was doing stuff, it's like I love how he kept tripping them. I was like, "Oh, you gonna you gonna do that? 
you gonna sleep the leg again. I'm like, oh man, I know <laughs> I known dudes who play Mortal Kombat like that, where they just gonna sleep the leg the whole time. Don't judge me. Oh, I sweep, if I want to sweep the leg the entire oh. time, I will. <laughs> no, well, I hate that nope. crap. And I was <laughs> like, all right, so like Scorpion for real is not in the movie. And I was just kind of like, I, I, you know, bold choice, kind of see if the strategy pays off. And then he shows up in like the last 10 minutes. I'm like, for real, this, this is this is the best we could do. I guess we only had okay. Hiroki Sonata on set for one day. And they said, like, let's, let's get him one more. We can do ever. That was okay, one hell so of an intro, though. That was one hell of an intro for school. Yeah. It's safe to say that you guys feel like this particular movie did not meet your expectations. Hold up now. I didn't say that. I didn't say it. Didn't I didn't say it didn't do that. I did. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it just it's, it did, it didn't me. help that I watched. Uh, all the other ones, and it's like, dude, like Annihilation had more fights. I mean, <laughs> I guess that was my thing too. It's Mortal Kombat. I'm expecting combat to be a but majority is, of the movie. This is pre Mortal Kombat combat. Like this is like this, this is, is I mean, setting everything Kombat. up. I, I guess they got a world build a whole lot this time. Because they added, they've added so much to it. They've added more characters. They've added more storylines. What was the, old girl, the flying chick that got cut in half of Kung Lao's hat? That that was funny to me. I enjoyed that. I was like, okay, that that's oh, yeah. that's some that's what I would have wanted to happen, and it happened. So, so I, I that'll even I'll even give it a six point five just for that scene too. Because I was like, I enjoyed like, that. Like you saw people pull it's, off big tallies here and there, but it's like. The thing I, is, go ahead. No, go ahead, Matthew. Sorry about it. I was like, uh, like the movie pulled off some fatalities pretty good. Like Kano getting the heart rip. I was like, okay, nice. And then he goes and he sketches in his little book. I'm like, that's that's what Ed Boone does when he's making fatalities. He writes them down and like kick ass pose, dead ass pose on the on the pictures and everything. I was like, okay, that's nice and cool. And like just about everybody kind of at least got one fatality in. Except for Sonya, for real, all honesty. But I Jack mean, she got one. one in. Yeah, that was actually Cassie's fatality, not hers. But, but I don't understand. That, that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, since when does she do that? She does, Sonya's main fatality was the kiss off. And then she had another one. I forget what it was. But it's like, neither one of these two was that that she did in this movie. It was like her daughter's move. I'm like, all right, whatever, but you know, the, the one thing that really bothered me with this movie was the look of Melina. That they look like they, they had this girl on a budget. <laughs> that's, now, that's that's my girl with the fangs, right? Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah. she started looking somewhat like Melina in her last 30 seconds of the movie, and I'm like, <laughs> damn, y'all really didn't have no money. I mean, it was a budget movie. It definitely was a budget movie. But but you hit the Matthew, you hit the nail on the head with it because I mean I think we gotta take the movie for what it was. It was mm-hmm. a fatality movie. That's what it was. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think nobody, I mean, maybe some people were expecting this better storyline. I definitely I, I could have been a better, it could have been a better storyline. I could have done without um 
Cole Young. I could have done without him. Yeah. I didn't really like the the mm-hmm. great great grandfather grandson duo against Sub Zero thing. I didn't really dig that. That wasn't my. I didn't. Uh, I was like, man, this is this is this is between men. Okay, you let Sub Zero and Scorpion battle it out. But I mean, the whole movie was a fatality movie, and if you if you judge it by that, <clears throat> then it probably should be, get a higher rating for a fatality movie. Mm-hmm. But it, like the first time I watched, like, okay, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Third, second time I watched, I was like, I don't care for this Cole Young character, and then find out that yeah, the studio made them make a whole brand new ass character because. Well, the audience needs a surrogate that they can kind of follow that isn't established. Nobody asked for that thing. Everybody Nobody asked for nostalgia. Nostalgia. That's what everybody wanted. Nostalgia. They yeah, and nobody gave like, care about it, none of that. Like literally, Luke Kang and Kung Lao don't even show up to like halfway through the movie. But then you got to think, though. I I want to say they're going to be setting it up for some spinoffs. They're going to be setting it up for some uh, sequels. So, you know, they might get their more attention later on. I mean yeah. I mean it's Warner Brothers. Let's let's not let's not get our hopes up. Um yeah, I do <laughs> I do I do wanna uh move on from this. <laughs> y'all going in circles. Um but my thing is one of the biggest things that was a shock for me was sub zeros. Sub zero in general. Cause like they kind of made him the villain as in a way of him him choosing to be a villain. Like in the 95 film, him and uh, Scorpion, they were kind of like slaves or whatever. Yeah. But here, he like chose to be the villain. But if you play the games, <laughs> not really a villain. Well, I mean, that's a different Sub-Zero. You got so Behan. Yes. As I'm getting there. I'm getting there, I promise. And so that's what threw me off the first time I watched it. And then I had to go Google. I said, I'm going to have to be a little bit of an idiot right now. Let's just, um, I'm ignorant to the subject. Let me go Google. And I Googled it and it told me that I had two sub-zeros, which you were saying. And um, one was the brother and that's, the, I guess, the honorable is one. And then we have the first one that just died in this movie. And Justin, you said you know more about it? Well, I mean, yeah. Sub Zero. The first, the 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 Behan, I don't think is really. He's not a villain, okay. I don't think he's he. I think we we get it wrong when we call him a villain. He's an assassin for hire. I mean, that's what he is. That's his job. That's his plan. Mm-hmm. He's not attached. He's not attached to his job. He doesn't have any emotion for it. It's so much respect when he says for the Lin Kuei. Like he's he's telling you. This is like an honorable thing. This is his job. This is this is for my clan. I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for vengeance. I'm not doing this because I'm upset or angry. I'm not a villain necessarily. Um, but this is for my clan. You know, they they I mean that it's war, it's battle between um those two clans. I thought it was pretty cool. You know what I didn't know about though? I didn't understand that um they were enemies because. One, they were from two different countries. I didn't know the Lin Kuei was Chinese, and then Scorpion's clan was Japanese. That was that was yeah. an interesting take on it. I don't know if that was a real thing. Like I don't know if that was in the game or in in the uh, past movies, but um, that was a, that was a good take on it. And then and then another point I wanted to say was 
it's pretty interesting how it was. I like the fact that it seems like when those three, even Cole Young character, Cole Young, Scorpion, and Sub Zero, nobody understood what anybody was saying in that situation when they spoke because all of them spoke different languages. That was pretty funny to me. <laughs> yeah, like behind Sub Zero is kind of like, look, this is it's just business. This was I got to do my job here, and like when he showed up to Scorpion's house, like. Uh, I'm gonna send the boys in there to handle it, and then Scorpion just comes like Hanzo just kills everybody, and it's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to fight this dude. All right, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> like he was like kind of hoping he'd kill everybody, but he's like, oh shit, he killed everybody. Fuck, we get okay, we gotta fight this dude. We gotta fight this dude. Let's do it. And like I was like, damn, this was good and all, but. Like, they do kind of make Sub-Zero, like, the final boss in this movie to get past. Like, Shane Sun just kind of chilling in the back most of this movie. But they're like, yeah, Sub-Zero's like, he's the top enforcer. Not Goro, Sub-Zero. Just go get him. It's even telling because, like, Sub-Zero's the last dude that they got to take on. They treat him like this dude is OP. And that goes back mostly to people who, who played it in the arcade that was like, yeah, I can't be Sub-Zero. I'm like, I've been fighting Sub-Zero for like 20-some years. He's not that hard. Actually, him and Scorpion are supposed to be on equal footing, aren't they? Yes and no. Like, B-Han, like, only got to a certain extent with his powers in the games, and that's mostly because he ends up getting killed. It isn't until like you get Mortal Kombat to Mortal Kombat 2 when you see Sub Zero appear again, you think it's the same guy. No, it's the little brother. The little brother actually like learns stuff. And eventually it, it, him and, and Scorpion like patch up their whole rivalry, like when it got to Mortal Kombat 10. It was like, wow, we actually we patched up their whole rivalry. We cool now. Yeah. But Perfect. if you look if you look at the whole, if you actually look at the whole game, if the whole movie. The whole movie is actually a pretty good reflection of the game, right? Mm -hmm. So you have all of the references throughout the whole movie, whether it's Kano wins or flawless victory, fatality. Uh, the 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 um, the music was from the movie, but even Cole Young. You think of Cole Young? Almost, I don't think there was one Mortal Kombat game that did not have a a um, a, um, a new character in it, or a DLC, or a new. Um, what do you call them? Like a uh, what are they call like the the put the um, the character the the ah man well like you know the determinators and all those what's those characters called protagonist what is it protagonist no man they're just you're talking uh, about like, the guest like a guest character like a guest okay. character it's a, oh. it's a name for it it's a name for it but Cole Young is that I mean Cole Young is basically that he is I'm gonna say this Cole Young is the character that he's basically representing for all the new people who don't know Mortal Kombat. So, um, you know, he doesn't know what's going on. He's trying to learn the characters of what is Mortal Kombat. Um, everything else was for us, the Mortal Kombat geeks, Cabal, uh, Kano, all the references. Um, but Cole Young himself was representing those people, those new 
people who's like, what is Mortal Kombat? They can't they couldn't just jump into um what was it, the nineteen what it came out, nineteen ninety five. They couldn't yeah. jump into that Mortal Kombat because nobody didn't know what that what, what Mortal Kombat was, what was going on. They had no backstory. Cole Young was basically helped everybody get a backstory. Yeah, he he the audience surrogate. But I don't think they had the whole Arcana things. The what? Previously, what was it? They called Arcanas. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I didn't understand. That's new. That, that, That's that new. was that was their new way of trying to. Okay, we need to explain how these people get these powers because it's like, yeah, it, it don't make sense that <laughs> Luke Kang come lot just got these powers and because in the original movie, Luke Kang didn't even use the fireball till literally end of the movie on Shang Tsung. I mean, Scorpion and Sub Zero are the only people who demonstrate their powers. What was Jax's power? That's what I want to know. What Jax's Jack- power is strength. It's what? Strength. Yeah. That's why he arms. grew them arms. Because right. but, but was it was it not the arms? That, I'm confused because it looked like the arms is what gave him the strength. Look, like he well, got like they just put the extra armor on his arms at like the end of the movie. Like, yeah, oh, so he was already it. strong before that. Yeah. Well, uh, before he lost his arms. He was, I mean, he was he was a pretty good fighter before he lost his before Sub Zero froze his arms and broke him out. So his natural his natural abilities, I'm guessing that it, it goes off of your natural abilities though. Sonny has confused me. Um but that, that threw me too, the Jax thing, because I was like they the monks put on these rinky dink arms, and then when he started fighting or whatever, then all of a sudden they turned into these huge cybernetic things, and I was like. I didn't understand that. <laughs> it was so weird. I like, I like Jack's background in Annihilation more than I like this one. Like, I like the fact that he was like, oh, I'm going into this, like, um, I think I want to say Annihilation, he was in the same place where the where the Lin Kuei became cyborg. No, no, he was uh, at, like, a special forces lab where they put all new arms on him. But was it the same technology from the, the Lin Kuei cyborgs in Annihilation? Because no. what you call Cyrax showed up in the same area. Cy- Cyrax showed up to like uh, hurry up and kill them real quick. But like, oh, okay. It, it, he was, that, that fight is cool. And that fight is hilarious when Cy- Cyrax gets put in the corner and Jack starts messing him up in the corner. You can tell the dude that was in the suit was like, dude, dude, stop. You hurt me, man. Come on, calm down. Where some monks get that technology though? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it, it's just like they was just like, okay, hurry up and just get these on to them, and then we'll 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 fix it later on. I'm like, uh, let's leave Jack's right. arms alone. Jax grew super arms because he's super strong. He grew super strong muscles when he did. It didn't make sense though. They just did that. You know what? Oh, that's let's, let's be honest. Nothing in Mortal Kombat really makes sense. Okay, it's more I played the games. It's look, the latest story was I'm not even gonna go on to that. You can't play That's eleven unless unless you don't play all the other other games. I ain't telling you. I I'm I'm telling you the latest the latest story is and I did go back, so I missed some stuff, but I went back to it. And the latest story is still just like really. Like the stories in Mortal Kombat have never had any oomph in it, whether it's on the game or in the movies. Hold on, hold on, no, hold on. They had a comic book series, which was pretty more in depth, and even Goro was um, more highlighted. He wasn't this dumb big brute thing. He was like this honorable 
intelligent um Shokan warrior. Yeah. And like I feel like in every movie, they I mean, well, there's only two movies with Goro, but they I don't even in the games, I just don't think they like highlight him very well, man. He I think he I mean he he is the champion. Like he how many Mortal Kombat's has he won? Like nine. Yeah, I mean his so, arms freak me out. So they should I mean I feel like they should show him a little little more respect, give him a little more dialogue. Um same with Melina. Like I feel like Melina Melina is like the next in line for the uh, as the queen of Netherworld. Um, queen sorry, of Outworld. Outworld. My she, bad, man. I look she like she was. Idiot. She was. She was the next in line after Shao Kahn is permanently defeated, and it's like, yeah, nobody really wants to follow anybody else, and it's like, yeah, she is a clone of Katana who really don't want it, and it's like, well, go ahead and give it to Melina, and Melina kind of is more or less. There's like Kotal Khan and his group that they don't want to follow Melina's way, but Melina is like running it like better than Shao Kahn is a little bit, but it feels like a continuation of Shao Kahn. It's just, if you're on the same page as her, it's, it's gravy, but if you ain't, God help you. It isn't until she- Katana gets it in MK11 that she goes like, basically, this is what everyone really wants in Outworld. They just want the Shokan being run under Shiva. They want uh, the the uh, run by Baraka. They just all want to talk to Katana and get what they need. And pretty much that's how she ready to run it. But in the movie, in the movie, they they should have just gave. They, she should have had more lines, man. Like I feel like the girl she that plays her is cute, but like Molina was just like they look like they did her on a budget. I was like, I would think I was more excited about her. I think I, I was, I was definitely happy. One that that it was a, a black woman playing her. I mean, I, a woman like, of color playing. Chick, I was definitely the chick about playing that. her was was cute. But I'm like, dude, why y'all do her on a budget, man? Like, I didn't mind her look. I didn't mind Melina's look, and I didn't mind. I thought it was. I got kind of hyped when she got the mouth at the end. At the uh, end, yeah. Like I was like, oh great, this was this would be cool if you like did this the whole movie, but like. I get it. It probably would have been super expensive to do that the whole damn movie, but like, only now at the end for like thirty seconds, really. But you gotta think when you got a budget for one thing. When you got a budget, you have to have at least three or four or two or three like oh shoot moments in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Scorpion came out. They might have had a budget on the actor, but that was a oh shoot moment. Uh, Melina's mm-hmm. mouth. That was a oh shoot moment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Jax's arms was even an oh shoot moment. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, even when you they, I feel like they did well for their budget. You know what I mean? For, they for the gave budget, you yeah. that. They gave you that. They gave you that excitement mm-hmm. in the moment. You know what I mean? So um, I'm I, hoping you know, for the sequel that they you know can do more. But like I was like, oh y'all, y'all did this on the budget, didn't y'all? Well, they got approved right. for four more movies, so I expect more. If Let's they go do ahead. a sequel, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and welcome Mama Tay to the show. What's up, Mama Tay? Hello. Okay. So Mama Tay, real quick, just a quick question for you. Since you just hopped in, uh, what's your top ten or what's your uh, scale from one to ten? Uh the movie. Cause I know you've been watching. You watched it, and then you watched the older one to compare. I did. Um, well, to remember, 
actually, because the the original Mortal Kombat, I liked the casting better. Um, I liked I liked Luke Kane better. I liked uh, uh, like Christopher Lambert as Raiden. I felt he made a great. Oh Raiden. man. Um, and um, I just really felt that the casting was uh, even Shao Kahn. That guy, that guy, he plays the evil guy in everything, and he just really nailed Shao Kahn. But um, uh, there wasn't much any much of an investment in Scorpion's, you know, backstory. And he and it actually at the inception of the game, he didn't really like I was telling Luke, he didn't really have a backstory uh, other than he was just kind of a you know an enemy clan to Sub Zero, and that they were both slaves to you know, Shao Kahn because, you know, he like ate their souls or whatever. Um, but as the game progressed with different versions, because I was played the original first version, as it progressed, those stories became, those origin stories became more detailed. And of course, uh, you get more information on these characters. Uh, overall, Lupi, in answer to your question, I would say if I had to give it out of 10 stars, uh, the newer movie, with regard to cinematography and special effects, of course, I will give it up there with an eight. It was really good. Uh, the you know the transitions were great. Uh, the cinematography was great. It, it you know the um, whatever they called the powers in this one, it was quite different back in the day. But whatever they called it in here, it it, it was it you know they looked realistic. The laser out of K, uh, uh, Kano's eye, things like that. You know, I mean, they looked really real. So I, I would give it like an eight in that. Um, overall, I would probably give it a seven, maybe a six and a half, um, as far as great movies go. Because again, it's an it's kind of it, it's an origin story. So you know, with origin stories, you kind of, you know, it starts it starts slow and builds. You know, so I didn't expect it to be a ten <laughs> right off. Um, you know, you don't, you don't go into, um, you know, Iron Man one and expect, you know, the very last one. That's not what happens. The very last Avengers, you don't do that. So I, I, I give it about six and a half and a seven. Like I said, I like the casting of the very first one, Annihilation. I really didn't care for at all, which was the second one. Uh, they changed the rating and they changed the blade and then they put Jax in. So, because he was added into the game by then, because Jackson wasn't, uh, he was part of the original, but he didn't really have a story story other than he was a part of Sonya's crew and he'd lost his arms like in a car accident or something. Um, so that came out in Annihilation and now you've got this. What I enjoyed uh, was the cartoon, watching the cartoon in, in the 90s. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed watching um, the cartoon version of of it because then you got to see Shiva and you got to see all of these other characters in Outworld um, living, you know, their best or worst lives <laughs> in whatever case. So um, ultimately, I think this is a great start. I'd like to see where they go with it. It has a lot of potential. I will be seriously disappointed if they don't take it anywhere good. So I like that you mentioned the cartoon because. Um... Actually, I was watching uh, the latest one that they released, the latest movie <clears throat> in animation. I guess it looks more like anime-ish. Um, but anyway, so they this uh, latest one they released, um, and it's on HBO Max, and I thought that was great. 
and the main reason why I thought that was great is because like the um it was the fatalities and then so in the game when you do something and you like really hurt someone it goes all the way down and does like an x-ray of their skull and their body or whatever it shows what you're breaking or cracking or ripping so in the anime-ish one that they just came out with uh, last year it does that so like as in the movie, it goes all the way down to the skeleton uh, in the x-ray and it shows exactly what you're breaking and what they're ripping and it's freaking awesome. I love and, it. And like we talked about earlier, Loopy, that, that one, that, the, it seems as though the, the, the anime or the cartoon you're talking about, the Scorpion's Revenge, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a combination of the very first, the 1995 release mm -hmm. and release it's like it's like it combined the two uh and and then it put in scorpion's origin story to make it a whole you know new thing but i really did enjoy the uh that as well i i would say that i enjoyed that almost as much as i enjoyed the movie i like the blood and the gore so have you has anyone seen that cartoon or that yeah i don't know what i don't know I, I have watched it earlier in the week and then i like i finished that watching after i finished uh rewatching defenders of the realm i'm curious like what what do you guys think about like um between sub-zero being an actual, I mean, I will say, we'll call him a villain because I don't really think he's a villain. He's just like an assassin for hire, like I said. But the actual villain, the actual person pulling off these these uh, uh, crimes, for lack of a better word, um, or do you do you prefer the Quan Chi uh, side of it as Quan Chi being the the one who portrays Sub Zero and kills all the Scorpion family and is the villain? Well, he is the villain, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to, I love the whole greater scope villain of Quan Chi being involved in sub, uh, in Scorpion's family's murder and everything. Because it's like, oh yeah, like, Quan Chi is like the guy like, yeah, I'll make you a deal. You work, work for me. We take out this guy, I'll wipe out his whole clan for you. I am. And he plays both sides and he does this so many times in fact but like the one time he messes up and it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that not knowing Scorpion was in the room. Mm -mm. And yeah, I was just like, that was that. what it is. It's like, yeah, you had this almost perfect until you said that. I thought it was so wrong. I was like, no. So you telling me Sub-Zero died and he didn't even do nothing this time? You saw his face in Scorpion Revenge. Scorpion, uh, um, Sub-Zero was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, what, what you talking about, man? Like, I ain't do that. Like, no, I, me and you fought. I knocked you off. That was it. <laughs> I didn't go over to your crib and do that. What you talking about? It was what? ice everywhere. That wasn't me, bro. <laughs> I can tell you where okay. I was. I was I was at the Iceberg Lounge. Mm, you got any... uh? witnesses yeah everybody there man i mean you know mama daddy brother sister bill collector everybody yeah I... no <laughs> okay so that's one i gotta i gotta finish watching 
like I said, I think that's the one. That's when I was we were talking about earlier, right? I was saying mm-hmm. I, I started oh. watching and I, I didn't make it through. I started watching a little late, so Hold I fell alert. asleep. Nope, no. Nope. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm just missing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, nah. But no, I, I didn't even. I didn't even keep it on that one. But um, I actually prefer. I, I I'm not gonna. Lie, I actually prefer Sub Zero being a villain. I mean, villain. Like I say, villain. I mean, um, you know, taking on the responsibility of yeah, I did it. You know what I mean? Rather than dying. Because, and knowing he did it and knowing what he's dying for um rather than um like yo what did i do you gonna kill me for no you you, you got you got a bone to pick with me for no reason um but uh yeah and, and he played the villain to the t man the actor was amazing like the faces that he made like when he was <laughs> i don't know if y'all picked up on it man but like when he's like crumbled the bracelet he's like yeah come get some He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. what, when he caught when he caught Scorpion's um, what do you call it? Spear. It, it's called something. Yeah, the spear. We'll call it spear. But he grabbed that jaw and was like, "What?" Like, like the faces he was making. It was so G. So I think G. it starts with a K. Anyway, yeah, that. So um, my thing is with Sub Zero being the. I don't like the this the whole this villain to me the moment i don't care if you're enemy clan the moment you start killing kids you have crossed i don't know my mom says that there are no lines and anything but i feel like the moment you start killing kids you cross the line you have crossed the line into anything honorable into a villain argument is a fallacy but we're talking about debate <laughs> we're not talking about in, in in life there there are always it depends on what you're talking about when you're talking about crossing a line if you're talking about on the moral sense yeah but you have immoral people so those lines don't matter to them you know so that's and when you're talking about arguing or debating the, 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 the crossing the line argument is a fallacy there there is no where do you draw the line there is no line um well, you- so uh, that's that's my point. But in this instance, usually there's always something that's declared off limits in war. You know, and in war, uh, like uh, you know, Latino countries, they have war holy places, holy people, holy men, holy women. All of those are off limits. Like you go into a church, we don't fight at a church. You know, we fight anywhere else, but not at a church. You know, uh, and it used to be, you know, in old, old gang culture, families were off limits. You didn't touch the children or, or you know, or the women. But, but you know, as you cross over in life and, and things get more evil, that line disappears because people just want what they want. So they start erasing the line. And when you erase the line, the enemy says, well, if you're going to erase the line, I'm going to erase the line too. And there you go. So hence the no drawing of the line. But yeah, the killing of the kids had to be very dishonorable, I would think, to any Asian culture. You know, I, I just would think that just in any Asian culture. Um, and I know in, in indigenous cultures, it's something that they didn't do. They enslaved the women and the children, but the men are the ones that they often destroyed in battle. So, but you you got to understand also, and like we're kind of getting out of Mortal Kombat a little bit, but we need to get some background on this. Um, uh, in war and in even in in Japan, um, uh, during the uh, I'm trying to think of the dynasty that united uh, the whole Japan. Uh, it's in it's actually the, the it's a documentary on Netflix about it. Um, it's the the samurai something the samurai or something. Um, 
you had to, in order to stop the other clans from taking you over, you had to wipe out the clan. And I mean, I don't know morality. I don't know. It could have been terrible for them to do it, but you wiped out the clan because if you kept one person around, that gives hope. That would give hope for that their clan to come back and say, oh, we can take over because we got one. We got one and this person is going to take the throne. You know what I'm saying? So it's symbolic. And, and you did have you did have people in cultures who and a lot of cultures that said we can't have anybody living because one person can be the, the fall of a dynasty. It's that, Roman. Was, that was very rare. Usually it's just the royal families that they destroyed. Usually it was anybody with power because the people with the power were the inspiration. Like, a, a, like somebody who worked in the rice fields was not an inspiration to an entire village of people to say, you'll be our rescuer or our king. They, they, I mean, they, they were very classist even back then as well. So it, usually it was a, a royal family or a royal line that was completely decimated. In those cases, yeah, children were destroyed. Everybody in that royal line, the whole entire bloodline was wiped out. Hence, you look at the example in uh, Scorpion's Revenge when he says, I've wiped out your entire bloodline. That actually was sexual, that's what they did. And, th and they often did this. And the reason I'm saying that is because people would kill indiscriminately before the Mongolian dynasty. Now, when, when the Mongols took over, uh, they, they instilled a sense of honor in battle, um, which Gen people don't think that, but Genghis Khan was very honorable warrior. He really was. And he actually united a great deal of people with that honor code. And that honor code stuck around throughout history for a while after Genghis Khan. And, 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 and so, so decimating people, but honoring them when they, you know, uh, would say, we give up, we are waving the white flag or whatever, honoring that defeat, taking them in, making them slaves or whatever, that's what they did. But if you were a royal family, that's very different. Uh, because you did inspire hope and that you are you are very correct. You did inspire hope. You did inspire at some point, we're going to restore things back to the way it was. So they would often destroy or completely kill off the entire royal family. Yeah. So I think you two are talking about two different cultures. So I know. Because we have. All of that. Yeah, yeah well, Japanese culture is still different from Chinese culture. So then that's what we ran into this in this movie where we had, I think they're trying to bring in like a lot of different countries or cultures because what he was describing was Japanese and what you were describing was Chinese. I don't, well, Mongolian, I don't, Mongolian is a little different because Mongolian, they took over China. Um, they, they took over a lot of different countries, lot, but they, they were different. The Mongols were different from every, from, from, they have their own culture. All, all, all of that area. And that's what I'm saying. They became just kind of like uh, people think that Greeks, even though it wasn't really Greeks, it was the Kemets, the Africans, but people say it was Greeks. <laughs> we just let them get away with it. But Greeks actually stole a lot of that from Kemet, which is uh, in Egypt uh, where the Blacks were. But uh, they, they, they took, when, when all of these people were conquered by Rome, they took on a lot of Rome's uh, indoctrination of history and mores and morals and ways of life. So it was with the Mongolians. So when they conquered all of this area uh, from uh, east and west, I mean, they they really just 
they they were probably they before after him the Roman Empire was the next best, but they they were they were bad mimajamas, and they that code kind of stuck around and influenced everybody in those regions. Um, but you know, like you said, Mickey, they're they're very different. Um, but the Japanese and the the Chinese are different, but they, <laughs> but they still had certain similar values. Um, you know, certain so samurai code is you know one, and then you've got the art of war, Sun Tzu. That's another. You've got all these different types of value systems, and in this, he's he's completely talking about the strategies of war. It's not about morals. It's not about what you believe is good is about winning and what you need to do to win. Uh, whether you lie, whether you cheat, whether you steal, whether you attack, it don't matter. Do what you gotta do to win the battle. And know yourself, know your enemy, that way you're sure to win the war, you know? So he's giving all of these strategies, but the whole point of it is, is that, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see them killing kids, bringing that all back to what you were just saying. I really wouldn't want to see them killing kids, but you gotta understand the atrocities of war when they're in that berserker rage, people don't care. They kill anybody. Yeah. And then, and, and, and but were they really at war? Like Scorpion. Well, Scorpion, you gotta think he, about I, it. I, I, in this movie, they 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 made it seem like now this is what they made it seem like. They made it seem like there was nothing in his mind about war. In his mind, they were just living peacefully, and then all of a sudden, this one clan decides to kill them. But, but that's what the movie presented. But every but you gotta think though, um Shang Tsung wanted did not want any opponent, right? So um win by default. So um Scorpion, uh shoot, I just lost his real name, but Scorpion would have fought in that Mortal Kombat. He was wiped out. Uh his his child would have fought fought in that combat. Um the the oldest child, uh he got wiped out. So it, the what the the goal was to get yeah they're at war because they're trying to take out every all the people who could win Mortal Kombat for mm -hmm. Earth Realm because Scorpion at this point is fighting for Earth Realm Sub Zero should be fighting for Earth Realm but he's an assassin for hire so he'll 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 um he'll go with the highest paid uh, person and that's um, the difference I have to say between the new movie and the old movie what you're saying. Is, is the the like the old movie he wanted them like they were trying to get them there just to whoop their butts like they wanted them there at Mortal Kombat so they can win again. Huh? So I this is this is I love the way they so does anyone know what Scorpion's original name was because. They gave him Hattori Hanzo, which was actually a historical figure. No, his real name is Hanzo Hasashi. Hanzo Hasashi. Okay. Because I'm like, that's like, isn't that Hattori Hanzo the Hanzo, the guy that makes the sword? The ninja? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Hanzo Hasashi is Scorpion. Hanzo Hasashi. So they gave Hanzo him. Hanzo Hasashi, yeah. Got it. They gave him the last name. There you go. I was like, wait a minute. I got a. That, wait. That goes back to the ninja guy that made the sword and killed Bill. What's mm -hmm. going on? <laughs> okay, so can we all agree that when 90 in 95, think about the year 1995, two years after I was born. Think about that year. Uh -huh. And think about, I'd say 10 to 15 years before that, 
And then think about 10 to 15 years, listen, about five to 10 years after 95. I'd say between early to mid 80s and the earlier 2000s, a little bit into the 2000s. That's the golden age for martial arts movies in America. That's like, that's the time where, that's the golden age for me because I'm 27. Okay. <laughs> so based on my knowledge, that's pretty much the golden age. That's when it was really becoming really super popular. And that's it pretty much ended, I say, between 2000 and 2002. But that's when we had a whole bunch of, I would, that's what I would say, because that's when it stopped being about a whole, the martial arts and the movies and it started being more acting-ish. But anyway, so I say between that time in my, in my mind, that's about the golden age. That's where we had a whole bunch of popular martial arts movies. They were getting good budgets for them, making one movie after another. And it was great. We had a lot of access to a lot of uh, stuntmen and um, martial artists. They call martial artists? Yeah, yep. martial artists from overseas. Well, we don't, in my, based on the knowledge that I have and what I looked up, we don't have as many people coming over anymore to make movies. Like no, because they, they make them there now. Exactly. Yeah. So, but they were making them there. They were making them there way before that as well. I mean, like you said, your your experience is that night, that late nineties. But I said in the U.S., the U.S. specific, yeah. like U.S. In the fifties and sixties, it was it was really popular, and then it became the focus of a lot of black exploitation, um, kind of a way of you know African Americans kind of taking black power. Belt. Black Belt Jones. And- oh, yeah. Three so, the hard way. Yeah. yeah when, so- did last, when did Last Dragon come out? Ooh, that was, that that was, was 80 so- something. Yeah, hold up. Let me look that up. Because I love that back, movie. Man. Yeah, man. That was one of my favorite movies, though. Show sure no. Nigga, please. 85. Then that was hitting the... I have straight. I've straight done the whole Shogun showing up on a friend of mine. Like he thought he knocked me out. He turned around, <laughs> called his name. He noticed I was gone. He like. He like no, no. He's not doing this. The way I heard that they was gonna do a remake of that, but I don't know. No, how true no. That is. Leave, leave, leave that alone. That, that so my they point was, a story my, for my entire up. point. My entire point. <laughs> it was Jackie Chan. I had one. I promise. That kind of brought it 90s. Yeah, my point was that I don't feel like people were uh, getting up in arms about the casting. I just don't feel like we have access to the type of casting that we used to have. We used to, we used to just bringing people over and make movies and, or they come over and they want to make movies in America. They don't want to make movies in America anymore. Not really. I mean, looking back at, you know, the martial arts movies that we used to get mm-hmm. and the castings that we could do, like, let's look back at the first Mortal Kombat movie. The woman that played Sonya Blade wasn't even the first choice. She was second. The only yeah. reason she got it was because Cameron Diaz broke her wrist. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I can't see Cameron Diaz as your blade anyway. No, she she really couldn't. Like the girl that they got, like she was perfect because I'm like, yeah, she like literally like she had like literally just finished doing Billy Madison one week, and then it's like, <laughs> hey, we need you to come over and do all these scenes in Mortal Kombat now, and it's like. And her whole reason, and she's openly stated, like, only reason I did is, like, they threw so much money at me to be here, like, next week. I said, okay. Why wouldn't I do it? And, you know, and you know, uh, Luffy, I don't really, as far as casting is concerned, I think they did a pretty good job at casting. Um, yeah. I don't think, uh, I, I, I would have liked a better rating. Uh, I think Highlander was the best rating thus far. Um, you know, I mean, you know, you got a point. I, I forgot the guy's name, but first of all, Highlander, he he got the hair. He had the hair. He had the voice. Man, yes. oh my God. But yes. let me oh let me say, let me finish, let me finish my point up. So um I think the casting wasn't bad because and and you mentioned the time period um of martial arts movies. I want to change that a little bit, and I'm and I'm sure for you that's 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 accurate. But like, I want to change it a little bit and say I think that time frame was a time frame of MMA. Right, uh, MMA um, was getting popular in the United States, and with that, people were um, people were um, coming from different races and backgrounds uh, to to um, to fight in MMA. Yeah, black people, what? whites, and all all people, yeah. Asians, everybody, all different races. I mean, all, but so the the, the casting the casting was pretty accurate. If you look at it as you know, you had different backgrounds, different types of fighters. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look back at the first UFC, like one guy was supposed to fight, but then he wasn't. They went and got Royce Gracie from Brazil, who was an alternate. His first opponent is a is a dude that's like four hundred pounds. Royce Gracie knocks him out with a kick. Proceeds mm-hmm. to win the entire tournament. Okay, so what's the golden age of of R and B for you guys? The nineties. All, all right, hold on. I'm gonna take let's, the let's, let's, Let me go. Hip hop and R and B. What's the golden age for hip hop and R and B? Here's before? why. It's 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 the era of if they wore all white and they grabbed the air. What? You you know them R and B music videos from the nineties? Brother, wear all white. In the video, and then he grabbed the air, reached to the screen, and he like, yeah, he looked, he looked at hope, oh, don't go look, and then he grabbed the air. Okay, so oh, what's the golden man. age? You said the nineties, right? The the nineties to early two thousands before the music became trash. Okay, <laughs> so that is where I'm trying to with with uh, the martial arts and the martial arts movies and the martial artists. I mean, the golden age for martial arts. I think it was like waves of it. Because it just came in different ways. In the 50s and 60s, it was really popular. Then it waned until the 70s when Black people kind of took hold of it and made it theirs. And it became a part of the Black exploitation kind of effect. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, you had it in the 90s where you got now this influx of Asian actors who are very good at what they do, like Jackie Chan and Jet Li. But, but we also got to remember that during the 80s, who reigned the 80s in the U.S. movies, most of them, was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah. JCVD, yeah. Kickboxer, Bloodsport, yeah. Hard yeah. Target. But, but, oh, the dude that keeps trying to fight uh, the Green Ranger. 
No, 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 no. That's CM Punk. No. No. JCVD don't need to fight nobody anymore. The dude is just, he don't need to do it no more. He already tried to fight uh, Steven Seagal back in the 90s. No. He literally literally tried to fight this man at a house party, at Sylvester Stallone's house party. (laughs) Steven Seagal was like, Van Damme don't do nothing. He ain't real. I'm real. Dude suck. The only bad part was that Van Damme was in the other room and overheard him. Van Damme challenged him to a fight. Steven Seagal said no. (laughs) Fled to a nightclub from Sylvester Stallone's house. Van Damme then left and pursued him to this nightclub for this fight. And then Seagal left and fled all the way back to his house being chased by Van Damme for this (laughs) fight. What? what was you saying on the table before he had to tell us the story about Van Damme? I'm like, John claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal don't like each other, and it's based on that. He was, t- John, oh, what's his name? Steven Seagal got to run in his mouth, didn't realize Van Damme was in the room, and Van Damme wanted to fight. Seagal said no. <laughs> Pretty much. Mama Tay, what was you trying to say? I mean, I heard of running scared, but. <laughs> but from running from one man house to a nightclub back to your house and you wouldn't fight this man I'm like hey maybe you ain't as tough as you thought so where do y'all think they're going to go with Mortal Kombat like what what do you guys think they're going to pull out next like what's your your estimate guess what, what storyline do you guys think they're going to really use do you guys think they're going to make a new storyline and make it up as they go along? Because they're going to pull some storylines from the, what is it, the graphic novel and they gonna, the cartoons? They're going to have to pull part of the plot line. Mostly, it's mostly going to be Mortal Kombat 1, but they're going to, have to, they're going to change it up with some new characters. I don't know if Shao Kahn's going to be in it. I would hope he would be. Especially because I mean, it's the tenth one. He want to be there and watching. Like, dude, I'm about to win this. I'm gonna be so happy. And then we gotta watch, as you know, he probably gonna be taking a drink. Be like, yeah, we got this. Fuck you, mean we lost. Mm. What you mean we lost? I thought you had it set. We was gonna win. You paid the ref. Yeah. Um. They they got Tom Brady money. Okay. <laughs> All I right. Hope, any anybody else? <laughs> I hope uh I hope they um they, so I feel like I'm 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 stuck on sub zero right now, right? So I'm my mm-hmm. I'm basing everything off sub zero. One, one, I think uh I don't think Cole Young has his full potential just yet. So I think they're going to show off on that. They're going to be some other powers or something with that one. Um, and two, um, I think that um, they're going to go, gosh, I just can't figure out where they will go. I feel like Sub-Zero is not done, right? So either you want to have the Noob Cybot side, but I don't think they're going to go with Noob Cybot. I feel like they're going to make a different persona for the sub-zero i don't even think they're gonna do the cyborg i just don't know but like i feel like he's definitely 
going to be in the next one um in some way some form of fashion who got who signed a four-year contract was that sub-zero was that yeah the that was sub-zero yeah so oh okay so he then definitely then definitely going to be in there um in some shape or form i don't even know if he's really dead like i, I don't know did they he didn't seem he might not be either he's, i mean he may go to hell and come back like scorpion did yeah new side yeah that'd be the new cybot uh idea but um, I feel like one day probably changed his name up a little bit um, because I think the Noob Cybot was a little corny how they made his name. Um, but yeah, I'm. that's what I'm going with that. I don't know about the rest of them. All right, Adair. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, hmm. I mean, I definitely can see uh, some other carry on with the scorpion storyline definitely um and the new character i think um i don't i don't I, it may seem wrong to say but i don't see them delving into jackson's story at all i really don't the way i mean they, in the games jacks has his own storyline but i'm just saying i don't see them making him a focal point yeah Based off of what they, what the, because he came on the scene, he was trying to save old boy. He gets injured and he get the robot arms. That's like, okay, his story's told. That's you know what I'm saying. Like that's how I feel. Like they're gonna do his character. They're not gonna delve into it. So I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. Uh, I think they'll probably give you more on Sonya in in the next movie or so. Um, but again, it just really depends on, even though they have these contracts, if this one doesn't do as well as they hope, those could go away. Um, it's already done well enough for the next movies. Uh, <laughs> Mama Tay. Um, I honestly, I think, I think they're probably going to want to bring in a, maybe a girl replacement, maybe Shiva at this point. Um, probably get in a couple of those uh, unexplored characters that they haven't really gotten into. I really think that they're going to get the guy that um, Quan Chi, I think they're going to probably do something with him in there. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think we'll see a lot more about World in the next one. So I think the venue is going to change completely, uh, similar to the way it did with Annihilation. Um, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, 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 so, so now the thing is, is that this is no longer the tournament. Um, this is no longer going to be the tournament. So now Raiden is let loose from any restrictions he's had and not interfering. So now I, I think we're going to see a lot, a lot more Raiden, uh, fighting possibly, um, which I hope to, uh, I like the thought of that and uh, being more involved as a fighter versus just um, the God of Earth realm. So that's kind of where I see a couple of things that they're going to incorporate. Um, you know, like I said, similar to what they did with Annihilation, but also very different um, in that like introduction of a whole new cast of characters, more in-depth storylines probably and better effects. 
Uh, you don't think that they're going to at some point be in the tournament? Because I, I figured we were at a pre-tournament and they were going to work their way to the tournament. That, well, yeah, I, they're supposed to be in the tournament, I think, but I, I, I honestly think they're going to, I think that they're going to not even let them get to the tournament at this point. I think either they're going to uh, do something to mess it up or if they do actually if they do decide to do the tournament and make it a long drawn out thing over movies like now they're introducing Johnny Cage late in the game whereas mm -hmm. he was introduced at the beginning of the game before uh now they're introducing him late in the game they kind of like switched him and Jax where Jax was introduced late in the game um and Johnny was in Inception now Johnny Cage is introduced later and uh Jax is at the Inception and so that's fine but it, I, I don't, I don't, I guess if they want to make a big old tournament movie, but I, I but honestly, unless they just call it kick ass then and just leave it at that. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> it's a fight movie. Then at that point, I kind of gets away from the storyline of them being evil opportunists, which they are, you know? Now I am remembering, um, something that Scorpion said uh, by, I want to say by the end before he uh, disappeared or vanished or whatever he did. Um, protect my line, protect my, uh, my, take care of my line or something like that. Take care of my clan, my line. And it makes me remember um, uh, the daughter of Cole Young. And I think that she's going to be a big part because she, she had a pretty big personality in the movie when she had, when she was in the scene. Um, she had a role, she had a voice. Um, so I think that she will possibly be almost like a, um, well, what's, uh, what was Johnny Cage's daughter name? Cassie. Sonya Blade. Cassie Cage. Yeah, Cassie Cage. I think she's not going to be that, but going to be that kind of character. And, um, what was, uh, either between, like, a mix between her and, um, Jackie. Jax's daughter. Yeah, I think it's going to be, she's going to play that on a little bit you know and maybe not in next movie maybe not in next movie but if they keep going with it she's going to develop even more um i also think that i'm hoping that let me not say i'm hoping that they bring melina's actress back as um katana yeah that would be actually pretty cool but that may not happen because, and I'm judging, I'm basing this off of a YouTube video that talked about how um, Melina was a clone that was a mix of uh, like Katana and um, the other race. What was the, uh, the guy with the knives? What, gosh, the knife arms. <laughs> Oh, What's the guy with Baraka? Oh. Baraka, let Baraka's race. He was a mix of Baraka's race and she, uh, Melina's a mix of Baraka's race and Katana, and that she could be, she could be darker skinned because of the Baraka race side, not because of she would be an identical uh, to Katana. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping it, that's not right and that she would be the same actress. They bring the same actress back for that. Okay, how are you guys? I see I was supposed to ask this question before I asked that last question, but we're gonna go out of order. Uh, and we're gonna end on a lame question, but I'm okay with it. Um, the choreography. This versus the 95 choreography. What do you guys think? 
that 95 one was it. Sorry. I mean, the fight alone was just great. I mean, the fights in this movie, like the best fights in the movie involve weapons, and that's the Scorpion versus Sub-Zero fight and the Hanzo versus Bihar fight. The 95 movie had like two, like two really good fights. Maybe really, it like, wasn't four, the best idea really to compare those. Say it again. Maybe it wasn't really the best idea to compare those, considering you had the tournament in the '95 movie, and we didn't have the tournament in this movie. Well, this, yeah, but even the fight choreography, <clears throat> like '95 one, just has better choreography. I feel. Yeah, I want to focus on the quality versus the quantity. So that that's the, where the, we the, are. The quality of the fights in the 95 movie is better. This one has like so many of them, and then a lot of them hurry up and end quickly. I, I don't think you can compare the two as far as choreography. As far only, as quality goes? It's only because I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'll, I'll answer the question. 95 had the better choreography, but as far as effects and use of the weapons and things like that this one had a better one because it's like i said this was very strong on fatalities um the mortal combat of 95 was like pg-13 or something like that so i mean they had to they had to make the fight scenes better they had to make because it was a cleaner fight scene and they had to make it look pretty and they had to be tight on that this scene this um uh the 2020 what's this 20 yeah 2021 um <laughs> they uh, it they had a it's a little more I don't, I want to say CG work I I can't really say too much like I'm thinking of Scorpion and Sub Zero and that was that was a really good fight scene up until Cole Young jumped in it I just was yeah I dig the two versus one I want to say it looked like they were trying to copycat off of um uh Cyrax and Sector versus uh Rain uh was it Rain who was it who they fight um in the in the YouTube series. I don't know if you guys saw that. Check it out if you have it. The mm. YouTube series. Oh my goodness. Cyrax Sector. Look, look that up. It was a two against one. Cyrax versus Sector. And then there was another robotic one who had like all the powers. Um that the YouTube. I'm a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The YouTube series had the was the best Mortal Kombat. And each episode was like 10 minutes long. I'm sorry. It it was it was. Anyway. Um okay. <laughs> something to add to the list, man. That's all good. I'm yeah. trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out what it's called. Mortal Kombat. Um, what's his name? Played Jack. Uh, Michael Jai White played Jack. Oh, Legacy. Uh, Legacy. Yes. Mortal Legacy. Kombat Legacy. Mortal Look, Kombat uh, Legacy was great. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Legacy. If did you see the Cyrax and Sector versus when the Cyrax and Sector origin episode? Yeah. Oh, that was a good like, fight. And I think it, they it, tried to emulate that with the two against one. I think they, that they, they, I can definitely see where you're going through with that, but it's like it just wasn't as good in this movie as like, because one like, I was it wasn't. Already, you're right. It wasn't like, as good. I, I wasn't really caring for the Cole Young character because it's like dude, why are you here? Let these two dudes fight, okay? Because it was in the script. Damn, leave Cole Young alone. No, no. Yeah. We can't leave him alone because he, he, he he got involved in a perfectly good one-on-one match 
and decided to turn into a two-on-one handicap match. It, it stopped being a one-on-one match the moment he froze his wife and daughter. That's when it stopped being a one-on-one match. The moment he man, brought his man, family man, into that, no. it stopped being a one-on-one match. No. Now, in the story, mm. Lupi has spoken. What was no. you saying, Justin? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Like, Justin, what was you saying? The fight was good. Huh? What was you saying? Oh, no. Um... Uh no, I, let me let me let me bring it back though. Let me bring it back. I just want to say <laughs> that I don't think you can compare the two uh because like I said, 95 put more money probably into choreography and fight, while as um 2021 probably put more money into getting those really tight fatalities and um getting, you know, just those the CG, CGI and all that stuff, uh, the effects, the special effects. Um, which you know, it wasn't that much money into it, but it was because it wasn't the greatest. Um, but it was, it was pretty doggone good, but yeah, I don't think you can compare as far as, as far as choreography. I agree with Justin. I kind of, I think I'm going to have to agree with that as well. And the reason why I'll agree is, um, in the nineties, a lot of the, a lot of the actors that were in action movies were their own, they did their own stunts. And especially movies like Mortal Kombat and martial art movies, because uh, they had martial artists playing the parts. Like the guy that played Liu Kang, is that the right one? I think so. Look, I'm bad with names. The Robin guy that Shill. played, huh? Robin Shield. Something like that. From the um, 95 movie, yeah. Yeah, the guy that played him, like he did his own choreography for the movie. So, or he had a hand in his choreography for the movie. I don't. He had to, he had to I do don't, the all. Uh, he had because like they had to do reshoots. The uh, reptile versus Luke Kane fight and the scorpion versus Johnny Cage fight was reshoots, and then he had to like do all the choreography both both of them. I don't think that. I honestly don't think that they're doing that these days, and that's I, that's, well, that's that's some my opinion with no facts. I have nothing to back that up. I mean, but I think that that definitely depends on the on who is cast in the role. If it was, a, if, for instance, if they had gone and got and asked Michael Jai White to do this and he was in it, he would have, it would have been a much better scene. Yeah. Because he, mm-hmm. he's, he, he knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think like the, the man that plays Jax, I've been watching this dude on Supergirl. Like, I was like, wait, he's in this movie? That threw me, first off, when I saw him in this role. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And okay, people so were calling you? him, making fun of him with Steve Harvey. Like I didn't, I, I didn't. He's not Jax. He, yeah, that's Jimmy Olsen. That's the black Jimmy Olsen. I was he, just kind of like he that could play, he, If Steve Harvey decided to have a movie based on his life, okay, we gotta have young Steve Harvey. Get him to play him. I could see that. I, I could see. Like that. he, he looked like him a bit. Yeah, like, man. Like, I don't. I've never. I think he was in. He was in some other series where he. Because even in Super, I think it was Supergirl, he was doing uh, a, an action role. Jimmy Olsen had that 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 uh, knight character he played with this guardian, but but I don't know if that was actually him doing the stuff, you know, like because it was an armored suit and you didn't see his face, so it's kind of like eh. So I don't know, okay. but but I'm gonna just give a side note. Uh, a real quick side note, and, and this is this is 
you may not notice, you may, you may. So uh, the Raven character, and I could be wrong, but before they made Mortal Kombat, I, I want to say this movie came out before Mortal Kombat came out, was Big Trouble in Little China. There was yep. a character who did the lightning thing and, 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 and then Mortal yeah. Kombat came out. And it uh -huh. wasn't it was an Asian guy in that movie. And so when they when and then in the video games, it's an Asian guy. But in the movies, it was uh, the, the other guy. And I was just kind of like that just kind of always was funny to me. OK, am I? Oh, thought I was frozen. Um, as I, I thought that was always interesting to me. But I guess for me, it's just, a, you know, it's Hollywood and their, you know, Oscar yeah. so white thing a few years ago. I don't. But anyway, I just I just threw that side note out there because that that was just that's one of my favorite movies from back in the day. But uh, and I, I thought it was, good. but I also want to just go back to something Luby said earlier. Uh, some of the other good movies you might want to check out some some good kung fu, karate, martial arts movies. Best of the best. It's a really good one from the eighties, um, and it's got. Um, what is his name? Jackie Chan in it? Is he drunk? No, no, Jackie Chan is not in this, but it's a lot of, there were a lot of American people. I can't think of this guy's name, but he's been, he's been acting for years, but he actually, he actually did practice martial arts at, at the time they did the, you know, like he had to learn in order to do the stuff in this movie. Um, but he's been around for a long time. He's played bad guys and everything. But not they Chuck did. Norris, right? Not Chuck Norris. No, not, not Chuck Norris. Please don't uh, send me to watch Chuck Norris. <laughs> hey, Chuck was the man for a long time. Uh, uh, I have yeah, seen Walker, Texas Ranger. I have seen enough. You only oh, no, know no. Texas Ranger. You only know. No, nah, I know Ranger. he did movies and stuff. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, look. He after that, I, I had enough Chuck. My brother used to watch uh, Walker, Texas Ranger nonstop. I've had enough Chuck in my life. Yeah, but that, that, that does not do Chuck justice. I mean, you got to no, take it back to. To Bruce V. Chuck and what was it? Uh, it was that not Fist of Fury. What was the one in Rome? Uh, uh, Jesus, I got the movie right here. Hang on. <clears throat> Hang on, one sec. I'm I'm gonna look up this guy right quick. Um, from Best of the Best. Is the that Dragon? Yeah, where? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Philip Reed from uh, Best of the Best. Is that his name? Yeah. But yeah, I mean it. It was a there was a lot in the 80s. There was also the Shogasugi movies, the ninja movies, into the Shokoski, ninja. Yeah. And so we Avengers, we even yeah. the 80s was represented. And I can't think of the, the one guy. Pig. Um no, there was another guy, uh something Speakman. He had Jeff a series. Speakman. Of, he had some movies. Look up where, his movie, uh The Perfect Weapon. You'll love that's that. it. I was I was I was trying to remember the name of it and I kept going lethal with him. I'm like, that's not right. The, the perfect weapon. Is, the perfect is, weapon. The perfect weapon is awesome. I love that's, that. That's, that's, that's awesome. It's like looking at um um what's the it's not it's not Jet Lee. It's what's the new guy? Uh the um, one where he's playing um the guy who who taught the the oh I'm blanking on the name of it. Uh, I think of it. I, I, I just can't remember the name right now, John, because they made like four of them. It Man, oh Donnie, It Man, yeah, it's like Donnie Yen and It Man. Yeah, it, the Jeff Speakman in oh, yeah. the Perfect Weapon was kind of like that for if America. You, if if you want to see a good Donnie Yen movie, look up Flashpoint. 
It's awesome. Flashpoint. I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, that one is awesome. Uh, he does like a suplex. He has this whole this whole last fight. Like it's on YouTube. It's like ten minutes, but it's awesome. Like I had to go to three different V stocks just to get the copy of this movie because I didn't want to order it and wait two weeks. <laughs> That's how uh, mad I was. I was like, no, I want to watch this movie tonight. So I literally got off work, drove to like the B stock out in uh, you know, South County. Then I had to go to the one over in West County, and I went to the one over in Chesterfield. It's like, please God, let one of these places. You could have started at Chesterfield. Chesterfield didn't have it. Right. Then like I ended up having to like I managed to find it. It's like, oh yeah, it's over. I had to ask the guy behind the car. He's like. Yeah, it's over at the one in South County. I was just there. He mm. like, yeah, they said that they got it. I'm like, ran back over there, got it. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say the 80s was represented well as also. So yeah. So you know, it went. I know, I know you got your window, but I'm like, you know, I I've literally, been I, I literally started I my window at I, the 80s. I know, but well, I, I included. I said the eighties to the earlier two thousands. Okay, okay, I missed the eighties. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I missed that point. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you good, you good. But um, I, I definitely wanted to point out some specific ones that, if you interested, you might want to check some of those out because mm-hmm. that was good. If, if they are accessible and I don't have to pay extra on top of what I'm already paying, I will watch them. I was looking. I was like, I want to watch some just kick butt movies. Let me go find some. It man can't find them nowhere. It it's not in English. I don't. You don't. Who cares? The fight scenes. The fight scenes in It Man. Hold up. In the It Man Two is ridiculous. Hold up. I I get where she's coming from. I mean, there's sometimes I'm watching Asian martial arts movies and I'm like, damn, I wish I would knew what was going on while I go pop me another bag of popcorn or whatever in the kitchen. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't mind it, but like sometimes I'm like, I, I want to be able to go make me a sandwich and still know what the hell is going on. Exactly. That, I'm never that, just sitting and watching a movie. I'm always doing something with my hands. I'm always typing something. I'm always working on something else while I'm watching a the movie. Then you're not really watching a movie. That's I right. am watching yeah. it. I but don't know how to sit still. Have, have you seen, have anybody seen the Monkey King series? Yeah, I have. Yeah, oh my, the the recent one, the newest one. Yeah, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. the new one. Love them. I want. To, I got to order them, man. I want them on hard copy. Those. Yeah. Ones, I, I really like. I, I think. Do they have another one out yet? The newest. Another. I don't think one? so. I don't think the next season is out. Yeah, is it a season? Like, is it a season? Are you talking no. about the series or the actual? No, movie? it's a movie. They're movies. Oh, I don't it's think I. Set. I'm sorry. I should say series, but it's a set of movies. It's like, I want to say it's like three movies now but i feel like they're setting up for a fourth one it, it's like in made in made in uh i don't know where it's made in but it's i don't know it's i think monkey can is japanese right um i don't want to get that off and be wrong on that um but like, uh, but like yeah there's plenty of like good martial arts movies like another good one is uh china strike force i had to go go get that one that was great i, I love the hell out of it Coolio was even in China Strike Force. He's awesome. We don't, we don't want to see Coolio. Did it's Coolio. Shave, did I he mean, shave his head yet? Did he shave his head yet? This was made back like in like 2002, all right? Did he shave his head yet? No, he still had a whole meeting of spiders on his head, all right? Okay, wait, wait. Uh, Justin, the Monkey King, that had Jet Li, the original one, right? 
Uh, that... Jet Lee was in Forbidden Kingdom. Okay. Forbidden Kingdom was great. Like yeah, and then there was a Monkey King series one, two. Just look up Monkey King one, two, and three. I feel like they were all. Yeah, they had fourteen. They had Havoc in Heaven's Palace, and then they had Monkey King two and Monkey King three and sixteen and eighteen. Yeah, that, those are those are most likely the the ones. I'm talking okay, about. it's pretty good. They're pretty good. I mean, they, they're a little more. They're a little more um, eye catching as far as. Um, uh, like CGI and stuff like that. Not as much martial arts, that, honestly. I mean, it's it's uh, there's a, there's plenty in there, but it's very much uh good good uh special effects. I, I really like it. I was like, wow, I gotta watch uh Asian movies more often with the special effects. Oh, and then best of the best, the one I was talking about that's been around. I guess is this Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he actually. I was surprised when I saw him in that movie and he in his fight scenes. I was like, "Damn, he he can he can do it." So, mm-hmm. but that that's it. the first best of the best to me was the like the best one. Well, yeah. Um, and then and Two then in, all right, and then they started just making them generic. Sequels. Yeah, and then uh, the the ones with uh, Van Damme in the Bloodsport. There was a brother in Bloodsport Two. Yeah, I don't know what his name is, but and his his little one scene, his little one fight, I was like, oh my god, what did that man just do? Yeah, um, it was amazing. So yeah, like Kickboxer has the same problem after the first movie, Van Damme gone. They got a newer Kickboxer that came out, right? I mean, not that's the reboot one. They got so, like not, they got like two of them. The, oh, I like the like Vengeance re- Regeneration or something like that. Yeah, uh, Kickboxer Vengeance, Kickboxer, yeah. it's another one. And then I think they're making a third one. Because they had the one where Bolo was bad, was a bad guy or something. Yeah, that's the first one. That's the original Blood Sport. Which one was the one with no. uh, the kickboxing with Mike Tyson? That's the second one, the new the new second one. Okay, all right. There's a third one? They built, they're supposed to be doing a third one. Oh, Okay. Y'all know they're supposed to be re- remaking uh, Big Trouble Little China, and The Rock's supposed to be, um, what's the truck driver name? Oh, Jack Burton. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I like The Rock, but he need to go leave that movie alone, bro. I don't know how I feel <laughs> about that either, man. <laughs> like, I don't like, know. If, if you, you, okay, there's a lot of good martial arts movies you can check out. They're on, okay. If you have any streaming device, computer, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, X, EX2 Plus Alpha, whatever, or a Roku or whatever, you can use the app Tubi and T-U-B-I, and it's just movies and TV shows on there. They got, like, plenty of martial arts movies. They actually got some pretty good movies up there right now. Like, Like, I watched a couple of them today. They had uh, what was the? Um, they also got TV shows. Like I watched several episodes of Hercules: Legendary Journeys and Xena: Warrior Princess. You can even watch current episodes of this season of Mass Singer on there. You got to deal with ads, but that's how they make money. But it's free, so you really can't get too mad at it. But it's pretty cool. Like you know, they had like. Is it legal? Yeah, it's legal. All right. Let me tell you, if it wasn't. And the same people who use that uh, use Tubi, oh, use uh, Pluto TV, same apps on every channel. 
Pluto TV runs like an actual TV service or whatever, but they just have dedicated channels. There's like channels for wrestling, channels for all uh, different sports, news that's live, brand new. There's whole movie channels, movies on demand with no ads and stuff. But like, just, you can just like watch stuff. They have like a whole martial arts channel that don't do nothing. Like every time it's Bruce Lee's birthday, they just playing his movies. Mm. So I'm like, if if you go go over there and check them out, you'll have a good time. Trust me. All right, all right, just, all right. Just remember what old Jack Burke does when the earthquakes and the poison arrows fall <laughs> from the pillars from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah. Jack Burton just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And on that note, I want to thank everybody uh, for coming out today talking about Mortal Kombat and martial art movies. Um, uh, anybody have anything that they want to promote or say before we head out today? Um, I'll go first. Uh, I am that loopy chick on every social media website. My website right now, my thatloopychick.com website right now is currently down uh, for construction because I am rebranding. Um, so don't go there. But everywhere else, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you'll find me there making posts and being silly and goofy. Uh, anybody else? All right, well, I'm gonna go. I am Adara Ruin, a.k.a. Adaro, Adaro Photography. That is adarophotography.com on Instagram, Adaro Photo, Facebook, Adaro Photography. Also, weddings, special events, baby pictures, whatever. Hit your boy up. All right, I'm sorry, Matt, you go ahead, Justin. Go ahead, man. Oh, all right, I was waiting on. All right, y'all, it's your boy, Justin, a.k.a. The Con of Cons. Uh, check me out at the con of cons spelled k-h-a-n-c-o-n-s on instagram facebook also check out social decon we're coming up with a virtual convention uh we coming out in october virtually on facebook instagram at social decon so check that out all right i'm sirzaku on youtube i'm also every friday on beats and bits podcast live on youtube we live like a 205, shooting about anything. All right, all right. I feel it, I feel it. Uh, shout out to everybody that went out to the theaters to see Mortal Kombat this weekend. Thank you so much so that we can get the rest of those movies. Um, and I know that there was a big competition between the Mortal Kombat and Demon Slayer. I went in to see them both because I want more anime movies in theaters and I want more Mortal Kombat movies. We can support it all. I promise you we can. Um, stay awesome. Thank you for listening. And I think the next panel is going to be the MCU. Oh, I'm going to be on that one.